0: Welcome to week 7 of the Weekly Breakdown with your hosts, Will Hurl and Matt Fiore. Let's get into it. So to start off, we'll be talking about the all-star replacements, Drummond, George, and Drakic, then the three-point contest, no Steph Curry, the dunk contest, and some injuries that have um, struck the NBA. And then we'll be talking about some trades and playoff predictions.
1: Yeah, then we'll be going into football and some recent news regarding the Super Bowl, as well as some predictions for where some key players be going in the offseason, as well as going into soccer uh, with some recent signings and how they perform for their new teams.
0: And lastly, we'll be talking about a great player, Federer, who's won the Australian Open. So, um, James Harden had a great week. Um, he scored 60 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists. What a great stat!
1: Yeah, I mean, as our style of the week, who who do you do it against? What team is he playing?
0: Um, I'm not sure. Well, it wasn't think... great. I think it was the Magic. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I believe the Magic. Um, What a great performance. I mean, especially having a triple-double and scoring 60 points, it's, the NBA has never seen a player do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know uh, Nick Wright uh, said that it was almost as impressive as Kobe's 81-point game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if I go that far, but. Yeah, I mean, Harden's just proving uh, why he deserves the MVP this year.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of people say he was snubbed last year, but, you know, um, Westbrook had averaged a triple-double the whole season. It's it's hard to see a player actually um, do what James Harden's doing, which is scoring unbelievably and becoming one of the best scorers of all time.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the Rockets, I mean, they were expected to do well by getting Chris Paul, but Harden's really putting the team on his back, and that's why they're doing so well, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems like James Harden just takes up the ball every play. Um, it doesn't really spread the ball around, but really, it seems to be working. I mean, they play a team like the Spurs that does the opposite. Every player counts, and there's no true start, unlike the Rockets. But, you know, they're they're beating them by nine points um, in a game that's um, definitely very very important. So I don't think there's any problem there, but, yeah, what a season he has had.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so impressive. He's made the All-Star game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some big news around the All-Star game. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins out for the year. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love breaking his hand. Uh, and John Wall, I'm not sure how he got hurt, but he's also not going to be able to play. So we see the likes of Andre Drummond, Paul George, and Goran Dragic of the Heat replacing mm-hmm. them. Um, all for Team LeBron. A bit suspicious, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much news going around Drummond, specifically, like him being snubbed and all that. What do you think?
0: Yeah, well, he's definitely having one of the best seasons he's had. I mean, he grabs a crazy amount of boards. Um, and, I mean, Paul George really has established himself recently in um, recent games that he's one of the best uh, small forwards in the league. I mean, Paul George definitely was snubbed. Drummond, I, I mean, you could make the case for him either way. And Dracic, doesn't seem like he's in the headlines ever, but... He's probably one of the reasons the Miami Heat's doing so well.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Whiteside's the name that you'd see in the headlines most for he is him being like filling the stats up so much. Yeah. But he's been out every so often. Drogic's been that guy, really be the leader of that team. Um I mean I was a bit surprised to not see Ben Simmons make it. I know he's a rookie technically, yeah. but his stats are technically better than Drogic. Um yeah, there's so much drama around that. I mean, you see Jalen Brown mm-hmm. saying he should make it.
0: Yeah, well, um, a lot of rookies don't make it just because it's the first year. But um, Dragic has definitely proved to be a good scorer and a good point guard, um, averaging about 21 points a game. So definitely he's um, the type of player which can shoot uh, and um, drive in the lane. So um, definitely underrated in my opinion, but... It's going to be cool to see if you can actually play well during the All-Star game and, and be more noticed by fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it feels like this year has been very interesting All-Star uh, game to experience. I mean, you see guys like Al Horford and even Dragic. They're not the guys you see in the headlines or even showing highlight plays. But, I mean, for what they mean for their teams, I think it's definitely worthy of the All-Star game all said and done.
0: Yeah, well, another thing to bring up, um, you no know, Steph Curry. Um, sucks to see, especially with the performance he had against the Celtics. What a great shooter. Definitely, in my opinion, the best of all time um, at, the, at, at shooting the ball. It um, sucks to see because he really can change a game and is the probably the reason they beat the Celtics in such a close game.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is for the all, the uh, three-point contest. Uh, yeah. A lot of interesting players in that. I don't know if you've seen the actual guys, but, like, Tobias Harris is now in the Clippers. Um, not guys you'd expect, especially without a guy like Steph Curry, who's probably the best shooter in the league. Um, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, you see guys like Eric Gordon, um, Kyle Lowry, like, guys you don't really hear too much about. Hopefully it's competitive this year.
0: Yeah, well, um, it it's curious. It makes me curious because... Why wouldn't Steph Curry not compete? I mean, it doesn't. Just what are the disadvantages? Um, why do you think he didn't? Um, he chose not to compete.
1: I'm not really sure, honestly. Like guys usually don't go in the dunk contest if they don't want to risk an injury. But, yeah. I mean, three mm. point contest. Like he does have to sleep. Yeah, often. come
0: on, like, come but on. Uh, he he should he should definitely be competing. Um, yeah. But as for the dunk contest, Larry Nance, Aaron Gordon, Oladipo, Dennis Smith Jr., all insane. Um, dunkers, especially um, the likes of Dem- Dennis Smith Jr., who's really probably going to take the league by a grasp in the um, next years. Um, I heard that you, um, you're you very excited to see Larry Nazca compete. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's such a powerful dunker. I don't know if you saw his dunk over Kevin Durant. like That's been all over the place. Um, it's his first time. I mean, Eric Gordon, mm. obviously, kind of the runner-up of, I believe, two years ago. He'll be an exciting player to watch. Um, I'm a bit surprised Jalen Brown didn't make it this year. Uh, I thought he was. He proved his point. He's had a lot yeah. of very exciting dunks. But this year should be very fun to watch, especially with Larry Nance and Aaron Gordon specifically.
0: Uh, well, I'm excited to see Oladipo um also compete. Um, me, I think this could be the year where he really is more noticed as a top point guard in the league and and can prove to um uh, other franchises that. He'd be a good player to take. Um, but other than that, um, a lot of injuries have um, have um, been um, have taken place in the NBA. Boogie Cousins, Isaiah Cannon, a few names, and also Andre Robertson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw the uh, Isaiah Cannon injury, but people were saying it's worse than the Gordon Hayward one. I mean, it was pretty ugly. I mean, this guy... Not very well known. He's been on quite a few teams. It stinks to see that this might be a career-ending injury.
0: Well, I think the um, comparing to the Gordon Hayward injury, I think that's a bit of a stretch. I mean, just, uh, I think his injury was, um, you could actually see the bone, and this one's more just like his ankle was dislocated. I mean, terrible injuries in both cases. I, I hope to see him back, and maybe next year he can um, come back, but definitely terrible. Do you know if they popped it back into place?
1: I have no idea. Um, I haven't heard much about it, honestly. Besides the fact that it happened, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's very, very tough for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, as a player. especially a player that still needed to grow in the NBA a bit, because yeah, it really wasn't um, putting out um, great performances. Uh, it sucks to see because he hasn't proven himself yet. Yeah, definitely.
1: And then with Andre Roberson, um, we kind of touched on already, but for the Thunder, I it mean, it's quite a lot. He's Probably the least well-known starter on that team now, but his defense has been the reason why they've won so many games.
0: Yeah, well, uh, it's, he's been uh, never been a good shooter or um, offensive player, but definitely de- defensively, he really um, is was. It's probably the best defensive guard in the league, and you know, um, sucks for the um, Thunder not having him back the rest of the year. Um, I hope that Paul George can step up. Um, I know he, he leads the um, league in steals, but it's gonna it's gonna suck to see that uh, they won't have the defensive present presence uh, at this time.
1: Yeah, I mean another another uh, tough injury. Uh, Kevin Love. We can't. We mentioned this already, but for the Cavs, I mean they've been struggling so much already, losing a key player. Uh, I don't really see what can save their season at this point unless they make a blockbuster trade.
0: Um, I mean, uh, two two top teams, the Thunder and um, the Cavs. Kevin Love definitely had the not definitely had an injury that wasn't as bad as the other um players. Um I hope that he can come back and recover from this injury which he definitely will. It's just a, only a fracture of the hand and maybe uh, a few muscles being pulled, but um these injuries are definitely definitely going to affect the top teams.
1: Yeah, I mean the Cavs, they've been battling injuries already. Isaiah Thomas out for the first third of the year. Um, LeBron's going to have to step it up even more than he already has. Uh, I mean, there's already rumors of him leaving. Colton State. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I that's probably not going to happen no, at all. But, yeah. I mean, still, I don't know how the Cavs can stay motivated through all this. I mean, there's still probably going to be trades to come. You keep hearing, like, Iman Shumpert, guys with the awful contracts. I would not be surprised to see if the Cavs uh, make a lot more moves.
0: Well, like we said last week uh, on a, on a, a Week 6, that a lot of teams have um great benches. And these teams go out and win championships. I think that that the Cavs have had this the past few years, and and was the reason they won um, a short time ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, this year it seems like they're just they have the players, but I think they're all past their prime at this point. I mean, I, I believe they've won the oldest rosters on average in the league. Um, not many young players. They don't have many draft picks left with all the moves they've been making over the past few years. But maybe they'll move the Nets pick that they got from the Celtics. I'm mm-hmm. not sure.
0: Oh yeah, well it's definitely a situation to follow. Um, another uh, name is Greg Monroe, uh, power forward center that signed with the Celtics. Can he? Um, do you think he's a good replacement for uh, um, Baines, or do you think Baines should start over him?
1: Yeah, I mean Greg Monroe would been a great player for the Cavs to sign, but uh, for the Celtics, I think he's just another player to add depth to the bench. Um, maybe you'll see some starting time depends if the other players stay healthy I know Kyrie's been battling some injuries uh but yeah that's a great sign I think for the Celtics they had uh the extra money from the Gordon Hayward injury uh but yeah I think that he we could definitely see him starting over Baines
0: uh uh-huh. well Baines never has been a good offensive player I, th- I believe that Greg Monroe can put more points per game and Al Horford shooting so well he can be moved to the power forward position and uh really have a dynamic team that can um, really pull out results. But um, it's great to see because the Celtics are just going to add to their bench, like you said, and just increase their chances of going farther in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, they keep proving everyone wrong by just keep winning games however they can. You see, like, Tara Zier got his first, uh, his first start, got a triple-double. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, guys stepping up like this, it's crucial for a team like the Celtics.
0: Well, yeah, they have what the Cavs don't, a young Team and you know, uh, Brad Stevens really has changed this organization, really um, helped them improve each year. They made the finals uh, last year, um, and the year before they were a bit worse. Every year, it seems that the Salties are improving a bit.
1: Yeah, um, now we're going into the uh, Blake Griffin trade. Um, what do you think about that?
0: Uh, well, it definitely impacts the Pistons and the Clippers. I mean, more positively, probably the Clippers. Um, getting a lot of players such as Avery Bradley in the um, and uh, a center. I think that, of course, the Pistons are going to have a great player, but, you know, the Clippers are going to have a good team and pro- probably a deep playoff team.
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest uh, news around is what's next for the Clippers to move. I mean, Lou Williams, he's getting older and he's having the best year of his career. I would not be surprised to see him get traded. Uh, even DeAndre Jordan, mm-hmm. um, seems like the Clippers, I mean, Blake Blake Griffin was the last guy you'd expect um, to get traded, but seems like the Clippers are intent on starting all over completely.
0: Yeah, well, if you look at the team, what it could have been: um, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, um, CP, and so so many good players that could really have the chemistry and making them uh, maybe even a championship team. It really um, is tearing the team apart, probably psychologically. Um, I think that the um, Clippers are going to have still a good season because, you know, they have uh, put out great performances the whole season, and and the Pistons will probably um, get higher in the standings.
1: Yeah, I mean, for the Pistons, Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, that's a great uh, pair of guys you have right there. Um, they might need to make a few more moves before they're a serious playoff contender, but definitely have the starting pieces they need.
0: Yeah, well, in the guard position, they might have some struggles, but um, if you look at the depth of the, the, of the team uh, I definitely think they could uh, outplay um, most teams in the, their respective conference
1: yeah definitely in the east
0: uh, so another uh, trade Mitric, um, how is this going to help the Bulls or the Pelicans
1: yeah I mean with without Cousins Pelicans were in need of a new player and Miritic has been a great scorer for the Bulls um, that's really all he's known for um, but yeah I mean the Bulls. They actually released many of the players. They got back like Tony Allen. Looks like they were just trying to clear some space by getting rid of Mirtich. It makes sense in the end, but um, I think the Pelicans. I'm not sure where they're on the playoff standings uh, exactly. I believe they're they're um, very close.
0: Yeah, well, um, sixth right now. Oh, um, they're sixth. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so, um, a few games from home court. So, uh, it's gonna be cool to follow the situation there, especially with losing Boogie Cousins.
1: Yeah, I mean, Miritich is really one of the best options they could have to replace him so they have a chance at winning something in the playoffs. Uh, I doubt they'll be making the finals, but it's definitely a good move for them in the end, even when Cousins comes back. Just more depth for them.
0: Yeah, well, um, this probably happened because Boogie Cousins got injured, of course. And, you know, um, it's going to help help the team so they can actually um, compete in the playoffs. I think that it's probably better for the Pelicans because that's the player they needed um at this point because you know Anthony Davis can't carry the team by himself but uh you know I see the Bulls and right now and they're gonna they're having some struggles um, um really it's gonna come down to whether the Bulls can just have a decent season
1: yeah I mean they have a lot going against them this year with like Zach Levine being out for so long um mm-hmm they've had a lot of bright spots but this team is definitely built for the future so we'll have to see in the next couple years if moves like the ones they've been making are actually worth making
0: yeah well a few years ago the Bulls would just dominate um the um their respective conference I mean it was always the Bulls and the Celtics um dominating but really it's gonna be um cool to follow the situation I think that the, the Bulls will have a better season because Zach Levine came back um and a great draft pick that they got. Uh, And, you know, I think that it'll be good for both teams.
1: All right, um, now we're going into football. Uh, Latest headline is Alex Smith getting traded to the Redskins. Uh, Very interesting move all around for the NFL in general. Um, Chiefs making room for Patrick Mahomes, who they drafted last year. That should be very interesting going into with him and Kareem Hunt um, they'll have a very exciting team going into next year. A bit surprising, though, from the Redskins. I thought maybe they would have done something more with uh, Kirk Cousins. Where do you think he will go going uh, this next year? Well,
0: recently I heard that he um, was very surprised about this trade um, for Alex Smith and reasonably sh- so. Um, I mean, you never know. It's a long offseason for the NFL especially. I think that uh, he's really going to have um, trouble starting over um alex smith such an experienced quarterback maybe even a challenge a championship caliber um quarterback but um you know i it's gonna definitely be a uh, cool to follow the situation I, I think that i think that definitely alex smith will outbeat him and uh if he does stay but um i'm not sure where he's gonna go
1: yeah i mean there's so much to this that we can't even cover it in one podcast even at times but i think the best destination for um, for Cousins would be the Broncos. They don't need to have quarterback, and as long as they have the money, he's probably the best option for them to sign a quarterback. Well, yeah,
0: definitely. Um, that's something I didn't think about, the Broncos. Um, ever since Peyton Manning left, um, they've struggled at, at the quarterback position. I mean, he was never good in his later years, but um, Kirk Cousins could be the player that leads them to um, having a great championship um, team, uh, but uh, do you know whatever happened to Griffin III? Is he out of the league?
1: I think at this point he is. Mm-hmm. Um, injuries have completely messed up his career. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe he makes a comeback. You see, I mean, there's still guys like Kaepernick who are just being completely ignored. I mean, it can't be that bad, right? You see guys also, Johnny Menzel coming back. I mean, it'll be interesting to see with the uh, XFL coming into um, formation now. Maybe we'll see guys making a return to the NFL by some miracle.
0: Yeah, well, uh, definitely it's a cool program that the NFL started having. Um, it's going to be uh, definitely a cool situation to fo- follow. What about Adri- Adrian Peterson, like one of the best uh, running backs in the league uh, in the past 10 years? Um, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I was pretty surprised to hear this, honestly. I mean, mm. I thought once he went to the Cardinals, that would be a good fit for him. I mean, he's getting older. I think he's 33. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's tough to hear that a player of his caliber is going to be a free agent, uh, maybe even ending his career at this point. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you see this all the time with running backs in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They're notorious for having short careers. Um, But, honestly, I would not have expected it to be Adrian Peterson's time.
0: Yeah, well, at an age that, in which, like you said, running backs – often retire at right, because of their short careers. I mean, the running back position is always known to having so many tackles, so many things that hinder the body. But, you know, Adrian Peterson definitely um, showed at the Vikings and the various teams that he was at that he, he was a great player. And like you said, it's sad to see.
1: Yeah, Speaking of the Vikings, Terry Bridgewater and Case Keenum both reported to not resign with the Vikings, as well as Sam Bradford. But honestly, he's... Kind of irrelevant at this point, but yeah, I was pretty surprised to hear this. I mean, Bridgewater—he's been hurt for a while now, but Keenum, he had a pretty impressive playoff run.
0: Yeah, well, but what surprised me about this is that Bridgewater and Keenum are both um, possibly um, possibly gonna um, both be free agents, and you know how's this gonna affect the Vikings? I mean, they—it sucks that they didn't make the um, the Super Bowl this year, especially because it was in Minnesota, but. How are they going to do without two quarterbacks that um, have surrounded this organization for the past three years?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I believe they drafted Bridgewater, but these guys are key players for them. I mean, they're not stars by any means, but I mean, I'm not sure what's next to the Vikings. I mean, I'm sure they'll sign a quarterback or maybe even draft one, but um, all around, I can see guys like Keenan, maybe even he goes to the Broncos. Like, there's a lot of room for uh, signings in the NFL.
0: Yeah, well, um, it's it's going to be cool to see because I, I think that the playoffs next year are going to totally change because of things like these small things. I mean, another name is uh, um, Terod Taylor and, and Bortles. you think they're going to um, leave?
1: Yeah, I mean, both of them have a lot of uh, controversies surrounding their contracts. I mean, Blake Bortles, obviously uh, a subpar thrower. He had a pretty impressive playoff run, but, I mean... I'm not sure if he's the player you the Jaguars would want to build around. Tyrod Taylor, a bit surprising, uh, with Nathan Peterman, not a lot for the Bills to build around, but um yeah, I mean there's so many so much talent this year, I think, for the uh off season. I mean even Aaron Rodgers, there's rumors of him leaving the Packers after all this time. I'm not sure what to expect with that.
0: Oh yeah, well you never know with this off season. It's it's so long. I mean these the uh it's definitely gonna affect the players because these are all top quarterbacks in there in the NFL um I could see uh Tara Taylor going I I hope that Bortles stays but just because the Jaguars really had an impressive run but lost to the great Patriots and you know I could see him having uh some good seasons maybe when Tom Brady retires
1: yeah that's very fair um also Andrew Locke one last name I'd like to bring up he's gonna be hopefully healthy for next year I think that could uh add a lot for the Colts to make a playoff run. Um, Speaking of the Patriots, Super Bowl predictions?
0: Um, uh, Well, I'm definitely going to tip the Patriots. However, I I think that the um, Eagles will put up a fight, but in the end I think a score will be uh, 31-28 in in favor of the Patriots. a bit close, but, you know, that's the game I want to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it will definitely be a close game. Uh, Gronk is clear to to play, so I think they'll definitely... Improve the Patriots' chances, but yeah, I could see it being a competitive game. Um, honestly, every game so far has been fairly competitive, except for the uh, Steelers game. That was kind of. A well, scoring. in the end, it
0: was in, in the end, it, it was pretty competitive. I mean, forty five, forty one. They they put up a fight, but uh, it's gonna come down to Nick Foles. Can he can he throw as well as he did against the Vikings? I mean, I, I think that he he played extremely well and it, i don't think it was the vikings playing badly i think it was the eagles just dominating i mean it's clearly going to be um uh clearly the patriots going to go out to win i mean you give bill violichek two weeks to prepare he's gonna he's gonna show you what the patriots are forces are like i mean as for the eagles it's um i hope that nick Foles can throw as well as he did and we'll have a good game
1: yeah i mean honestly i don't see a lot of uh, see a large difference between the Jaguars and Eagles. I mean, they both have subpar-throwing quarterbacks. Um, they both rely on the running game more. Um, it'll be interesting to see, honestly. I think the Eagles definitely have a better offense than the Jaguars, but will their defense be enough to stop the Patriots? I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, the Patriots are probably the best um, well, are the best defensive team in the league so far. Um, it's going to be it'll come down to which team can uh, to uh, have a better offensive game.
1: Yeah, just like uh, last week, honestly.
0: Yeah. Now on to soccer. Um, What are your thoughts on the um, game between Tottenham and Man United and Alexi Sanchez?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was not sure what to expect out of Sanchez, and honestly, my doubts were kind of confirmed. I mean, it's still early for this uh, transfer window, see if its effects were useful in any way. Um, I think Mourinho has to change something up. I mean, they keep cycling out players, I mean, they have to find some system that works.
0: I mean, he has. I mean, signing Alexi Sanchez, a player that's of one of the greatest calibers in the league in England, you know, he doesn't, the, the team just didn't do what Mourinho said, I, I guess. I mean, in the interviews saying how they didn't high-press, they didn't, they probably didn't listen to listen to him. Um, but I, I can see that the menu are only in second spot. I mean, that was a big loss to the to, to Tottenham, it's surprising to see that Tottenham is actually behind them in the in the um, table. But you know, um, hopefully, Man U will have a better um, winning streak and and beat teams like Tottenham.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a question for you. Well, like, what would you like to see the? What would you like to see Man United change? Maybe it's Mourinho him change his tactics, but for them to have a serious Champions League run.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a good question. I mean. That's so what it comes down to, what's what's going wrong. I mean, you know, the question is, should Man U stay in the Champions League spot and just stay there, or should they go for the league? And the question's obvi- the answer is obvi- obviously they should go to the, for the league with the talent they have. I think that Mourinho's. I think that personally I would change the coach if I were Man United. I mean, he signed a new contract. But um, yeah, probably what should be changed is um, – the tactics.
1: Yeah, um now going to Arsenal, their signings. Um looks like it's been fairly successful. Uh Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan, do you think this could uh improve Arsenal's chance to win the league?
0: I mean, yeah, well with a loss against Swansea three one, it is unfortunate to see a team with so much talent on their on their bench, uh, really and on their starting spot uh team. But you know, I think that Mkhitaryan and and a booming thrown in the starting lineup will definitely change the results I could see them possibly getting a second or third maybe maybe not the title but in the next few, few few years we'll see
1: yeah I mean I feel like with Wenger it's always uh, a close run but they always fall short so maybe they can mix it up this year
0: yeah well wenger probably it's probably his time to go I mean he's been there for so long and for so many years he hasn't won a championship and that's what it comes down to, um, it'll definitely be a, a cool situation to follow, and, and we'll talk about it in the future.
1: Yeah. Uh, now going into Toronto FC, what would you like to go into their new signing?
0: Oh uh, yeah, well Vander Vila, guy that has played in, in World Cup finals. He's not too old. I mean, at the age of thirty, he still have so much to give in soccer. Um, I think that it's definitely a huge signing for Toronto because you know they they won that loss this year. It'll be cool to see that this this new age of acquisition of great talent.
1: Yeah, I mean, was he on PSG? Uh, not um, previously, but he, he's he's been yeah, on PSG. yeah, previously he was. So, I mean, he's been around uh, successful teams. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very fun to see MLS teams getting talent not quite uh, past their prime. Um, players who are still playing at a competitive level.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. I mean it's the mls has always been growing in the last five years um it'll be cool so they can attract more more viewers and really grow the league so they can become top clubs in in the world possibly
1: yeah i mean i'm not sure what it would take for our, uh an mls team to make the europa league or even champions league but um yeah i mean we will be interested to see
0: yeah well it'll definitely be tough but um we'll, we'll keep track of this in the future as well um but Probably the most exciting thing that we have to talk about, besides the Super Bowl, is um, Federer. He he won the Australian Open at such an old age. It's incredible. I mean, not an old age, but for tennis.
1: Yeah, I mean, he is really never uh, a subpar player. He's always always been successful, um, and it's fun to watch him. Honestly, he's the Australian Open um, very competitive. It's a big event for him. I'm I'm not sure when of the Grand Slam. Uh,
0: uh Well, you know, Australian Open is, is one Grand that, Slam.
1: Okay, yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, yeah, I mean, this is huge for a guy like Federer. I mean, arguably the best times player of all time. Um, well,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I could see most people making the argument that Federer is. I, I mean, I personally think he has 20 Grand Slams. He has six more than the the second, the runner-up, but um, in my opinion. But, you know, Federer has put out great performances his whole career. And, you know, since since a young age, he's been one of the best in, in the tennis world.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, another injury, Nadal, um, who's younger than Federer. I mean, it's amazing to see how Federer can stay healthy. Um, I don't believe he's ever really had a major injury that's kept him from playing. Um, and then you compare him to a guy like Nadal, who I believe was number one, number one in the world, getting hurt like this and having to uh, withdraw from playing. Just leaves more room for Federer to keep on winning, maybe even claiming the number one spot. Honestly,
0: yeah. Well, for um, quote of the week, um, Federer recently said, uh, "Earlier in my career, I struggled with consistency, but I couldn't get more consistent than this year. It's really proven at such an an old age that Federer really is is just more consistent than he was at a younger age. You know, it's great to see with players like Tom Brady and uh, Federer that." they they're becoming better in their older age and you know Federer is is astonishing the um, tennis world
1: definitely thank you for listening to week 7 of the weekly breakdown with your host Matt Fiore
0: and Will Hurl check out our earlier episodes and we'll catch you next time thanks